Does it actually sound the exact same? Uh, I think the first one's better. But honestly, you don't ask me. I I can't. I don't have a mic to speak to start with. <laughs> okay. Well, then how are you talking? Shut your bitch ass up, you fucking white red bone bitch motherfucker. Small dick looking grapefruit ballers looking motherfucker fucking sucker sucker. <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to the Cockle Podcast after a month hiatus. We're back, we're live. Yeah, what? Back with Austin's brother. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we lost it in the in the ma- fuck, god damn it. In the month time period that it took us to make another episode, we lost a member and we got a new one for that member. Yep. We're not getting in gonna get into the details, but unfortunately we have lost Austin due to unfortunate circumstances. However, now we have Aiden. Okay. Aiden. We have actually Blake. <laughs> oh my god. Aiden is Austin's brother, ironically, so we should have the same, if not better, conversations. Yes, yes, yes. So introduce yourself, Aiden. But... Yes, yes, yes. Hello, I'm Aiden, sometimes referred to as Blake, <laughs> last name Carter. Goddamn. I'm not a full brother to Austin. However, Nonetheless, we are brothers by blood. <laughs> by sperm. Not sperm, sorry. By egg. Same mom. <laughs> different sperm. Still no dad. <laughs> brothers by egg. <laughs> I can't take anything seriously. I'm so sorry. Okay. Alone. Anyway. Alone. <laughs> Do you, do you have the editing the editing software now? Yes, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I don't care. I'm vibing. The fu- you don't care this anymore. Man really said that we have to give him fifteen dollars. Uh, what's the word where you die and come back as a like oh, a, reincarnation? Yeah, reincarnation. Was it the Egyptians? You come back as a baby. Yeah. Well, I I guess different uh, religions have different theories about reincarnation. Like... But if you truly think about it, all religions revolve around the thought about the afterlife. Because each religion has their own version of where you go, either before so you were you... born or after you die. Have you all seen that TikTok where it's like... Oh my god. Well, now, hold on. Hold on. Now! You watch TikTok now? Stop judging. No, I don't. Not anymore. TikTok where it's like... When you die, you... What's it called? When you die, you actually, um, like when you see the light, once you die, the light is actually you waking up in the new hospital. Have you seen that shit? That's been a, that's been a something, that's been an idea for longer than fucking TikTok. <laughs> I heard about that a long ass time ago. <laughs> I said, I saw that on TikTok, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Okay. Next time, just mention the theory, but not where it came from. Don't mention fucking TikTok. We should make that a rule. No. <laughs> I like how we're both attacking him. No mentions of TikTok. Unless we're sponsored awesome by TikTok. I think we're all settled down again. Sex. Mm. Right. The most interesting thing I heard today from my mom was that um, you were small it peanut. takes only 21 days to build a habit. That was 14. To build a what? To build a habit. To build a habit. Like, oh, uh, okay, let's say, okay, okay. No, 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 no. don't brush your no, 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 teeth. No, 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 I heard it. I, no, 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 I heard it. No, no. <laughs> the 
deal is repetition. She read about it, and apparently it is 21 days. <laughs> I don't know what did you turn on. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think the, vo- the noise suppression is not good for uh, the podcast. I think it's good. I like it's it. Like, it's like keeping out sounds Alejandro that need to be in here. didn't let me finish... What I was saying, bro, and it was kind of rude. Yeah, you, you interrupted Michael. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> rude ass shit, nigga. Go. What are you gonna say? That's why I'm talking. why I'm talking in this voice. Cause you're a bitch. Oh my God. What were you gonna bleep say? That. Bleep that. I will. Now, what were you gonna say? Nah, fuck you. I got nothing to say. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, okay, back to the habits. So, th- it's interesting because same thing for practice, right? To master a skill or master something, it takes practice. So, I guess the same way works for the opposite. Or, you know, I guess a good or bad habit is the same thing as practice? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I mean, habits kind of build into... Something like that. I don't know why, but I took habits as like a, a bad connotation. So, no habits is like well, you need well, to take a shower, you dirty bitch. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like originally, when I heard habits, I was thinking of like bad things, like because the because uh, of like the example weed. you made. Yes, like could could be drugs, not brushing your teeth, um, having some sort addiction. of addiction. Dirty ass. Yep. Dirty ass hygiene. Addiction. Yeah, I I don't think I'm addicted. To probably like once You're- a day. Like, how do you define? Addiction. Addiction. It's when you can't stop doing it. I don't think no, what what is it? I don't want Like games, how you how you look to games for for that you know that dopamine. But, yes. But what is like what is addiction? Because I'm not addicted. To, you need to, I'm I'm addicted to. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You dig? The feeling. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so basically, the, it's your brain release. Your addiction. You're not a. You're, yes. in a sense, like, like some nothing. people fuck are, it, fuck if, okay, so some people, everybody has their own addiction, right? Whether you want to admit it or not, it's true. Like, some people yeah. have, uh, you know, that addiction, or drugs, um, food, people are addicted to food, surprisingly, sugar, sugar is very addictive, sleep, movies, game, whatever Coffee. the fuck, Coffee anything, yeah. anything yeah. that could provide some sense of dopamine or a good feeling, you could be addicted to, right? But in every addiction, the feeling is only temporary, and then you kind of get get thrown back. <laughs> okay, you kind of get thrown back into like the state of depression you were originally in, or the metaphorical sense of depression. Like you can't be okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Anyways. <laughs> I was actually trying to have, like, a good idea, and then Michael fucking said dying of laughter. Bro, you didn't tell, tell me you didn't hear that. Fucking miss your mouth. <laughs> I did hear that. I was trying to ignore it, but I couldn't when you were going, like, <laughs> 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 Push this talk. Oh, it, I found it. Why did it, like, fade away? Your voice, like, faded. Yeah, that's what yours does a little bit. What do you think, Adam? What, uh, like... For example, like, what are your addictions and how do you feel about them? Um, I don't have any addictions. I think I'm perfect. I don't know. Yeah. 
addiction. <laughs> I, I wouldn't consider it an addiction though, because I feel like if I wanted to stop, I could. I just like. Then so stop. stop. No, then well, stop. Then well, stop. that's that sort of implies to to walk in the walk, but not or talking the talk, but not walking the walk. That's also. Uh, that... I think it's so easy. That also sounds like kind of like withdrawal. Be like, oh yeah, I could stop doing this, and then you stop doing well, it, but then right. go back to it every time. Yeah, no. If you go, if you, I think everyone's tried to stop doing addiction at one point, and you know what? You know it's an addiction once you 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 really realize that you just can't stop or, doing that. Thing. Yeah, that or you stop and then you like do it again, and whether it's like a prolonged period of time and you do it again, and then you stop again and go back, because you know it's almost like your mind's forcing you to do it. Or you just crave that sense of like good feeling for whatever, however amount of time it is, whether it's money, you know, drugs, whatever it could be. I think I tried to stop for like a couple of weeks, like way back when, and I think I only got like a week and a half. And like, I don't know, it wasn't like a meth thing, like I was like scratching yeah, my back. dick, like, oh, I got a fucking nut. But like, I don't know, I just needed to and I did. And I, so yeah, exactly. I, so maybe you are addicted to Welcome. Maybe, dude. Just looking bacon to from Checkers Gas. We're not sponsored though, so. Yeah, we can't mention that. We're not sponsored by them yet. Imagine yeah, in the future we get sponsored by Checkers. How would that feel? Checkers. Don't say anything bad, because that's how you don't get sponsored by Checkers. No, I don't have anything against Checkers. Why would I say anything bad? Dude, Checkers Gas is strict. This uh, bacon Gas. No sponsor though. Don't mention. <laughs> I'm curious. I've got I've got a little idea. Outside of uh, outside of school, do you guys at all read, like any, I don't know, any no. autobiographies or no? Uh, okay. Sometimes, but most of the time, I watch videos about things like random topics. Random. Alejandro, what the fuck were you watching a couple nights ago when we were all at your house? All four of us were at your house. What were you watching? I remember looking at it, and I I don't remember what it was though. Oh, when you were when you were sleeping. Or when no, everybody was sleeping? Yeah, it was me and you yeah. on the floor. I was watching this... Okay, this is really interesting. I'm getting excited. But <laughs> it's a video Nerd. about this uh, this computer virus back in 2004, I think? 2004, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was called My Doom. And to, well, the, it was the deadliest virus to, to date. Like that That's mind-boggling, first of all. The, a 2004 virus is the most deadly or the most dangerous virus in seven uh, yeah 17 years like what how is that possible but in the end pretty much they talk about the virus what it did basically caused 38 billion dollars worth of damages the, the three main companies that got involved were uh seo uh google and windows windows uh, microsoft sorry and they pretty much, it was like a DDoS attack, but it was global. And at the, like the peak of it, one in five emails contained the virus, which is absolutely insane. Wow. And then it talks about uh, this one, I don't even know. <laughs> this one, I don't know what his title is, but he's pretty much like a tech god. His name is Marcus Hutchins. And he, at a young age, I think he learned how to do basic code and stuff like that at like 13 which is insane and then he later became like a dark web hacker he developed hacks for people sold them he made a forum where like all illegal or like a server where all illegal websites are allowed 
and he made money like that. And then after that, he developed something called a root a root kit, which is sort of like a hat, hat, a hack. And he developed for, for this anonymous guy. And then like later on, it was very similar to the one he created. It's called Kronos. And then the the decryption when like you encrypted it to a file, the like the ending was called Wanna Cry. So that's the name of the virus. And he found a way to stop it. And it could have been the most devastating virus. But he managed to stop it. So he pretty much got glorified. And then after that, he got involved with the lost stuff. Because they found out he actually created Kronos. But that's kind of ironic. That like he created Kronos at a young age. And then he stopped it later on. And then now he works for like a Mauer examination company called uh, Cryptos Logic. They basically analyze malware, you know, how to prevent it, how to just like little details about it. And I don't know, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know, I've been thinking Especially about... nowadays, something something like malware is, is so important to try and avoid. You, you never know like where you could get it from. Like the simplest of sites. Yeah. You never expect, like, like your Amazon page that you order from. Advertisements, or... emails... Random downloads, like, everywhere. Like, I don't know... Like, YouTube pop-ups. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever, um, like, seen... Uh, if you guys ever downloaded, like, mods for a game, like, sometimes you would try to download it, but there would be, like, other downloads on that site, and you would click on the wrong one, and then end up getting a virus, or... Yeah. You know, something like that, which was annoying, because I dealt with that as a kid. But, um, I think I'm smarter than that now, but... I don't know. I just find all that tech stuff really, really interesting. And have kind of been expanding my interest by, like, searching up what some stuff means. Because, you know, if you go up to a person and be like, what does a web inject mean? They're not going to know what the hell that means. It's basically a banking trojan with carry out fraud. A banking fraud, specifically. I don't know what any of that means, but thank you. Huh? Thank you. Banking fraud, so... So, like, obtaining someone else's information. Yeah. Especially uh, in relation to money. Yep. Uh, so, basically, like, a Trojan is, like, any virus that can be installed is mostly used as, like, a backdoor opening. So, you get the virus, and then what a Trojan does, it, it opens, like, a backdoor that allows other viruses to, like, creep in, sort of. And that's almost what a web inject is. Like, tell me if I'm wrong, because... I just learned this from watching videos and searching it up myself. I'm no expert, but I don't know. I thought it was really interesting that these hackers could just install a web inject somehow, whether downloading, emails, ads, whatever, and then you could have all your money just pop out of your account like that. I know there's a lot more to it, but it just sparked my interest. Yeah. To answer your question, yes, I do read. <laughs> Bruh, nigga, you're like way back, brother. <laughs> Well, I was going to say something, but then uh, Alejandro got Sorry. really excited about oh, yeah, the viruses. My tangent. I know Adam. And I did not want to interrupt him. him. Adam, you read more I than wish... any of my friends. I wish I was intellectual enough for that. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not really saying much. No one reads. That's, that, that's the thing. That, that, yeah, that's the point. But no, I know you read a lot. Like you told me when you were like in your like little stage during COVID, when, during the start of COVID. Like, you, you, like, actually blew me away when you were like, oh, yeah, I read, like, five books. 
I finished Harry Potter in like two weeks, dude. It was the shit. That's dope. Harry Potter is good. Anything, um, anything like fantasy or adventure or uh, fiction is is what I like to read. Yeah, for me, when it comes to reading, I just like the I like I like the like I just like like you know how like when you read something you can like picture it in your head. I like playing that out in your head. You yeah, that's what, I mean? what I was gonna say. Yeah, anything like well, that like sparks my imagination is, is something. That's what that's what good writing is. Right. It puts a picture in your head. If it's not good writing, you're not gonna see what the author intends yeah. you to see. Adam has good writing, bro. Like that shit. That shit's nice, bro. Adam got some nice fucking haikus, nigga. <laughs> writing is is what you say and how you say it. Haikus are cool. I had to write one in now for my English general paper last year. It was pretty dark. It was for like some some challenge for for our city and they would post it on uh or they would imprint it in a sidewalk so i understand why they didn't put mine because it was about like some some lake and uh essentially it was like a dead lake sort of like uh like red tide had taken over essentially and there was just like bones in the lake i guess that that's pretty much oh yeah you're the the real one. Yeah, I, I guess that's like the shortest way I can put it, without actually reading it. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it it was definitely fun to write. I don't know. I like writing. I'm just not very good at it. Yeah, Unless I like I'm like really into it. I like Adam's type of writing. Like not poems specifically where it like rhymes, but like when they when they paint a real good picture in your head, but like personification and metaphors and shit like that. So like free Yeah, where I, I draw I, I draw a comparison between uh, something normal, like let's just say I don't know, a fucking mouse and then just compare it to something that makes you feel some sort of emotion towards the mouse. Um it makes it more of like a grand theme. So basically, like connecting your ideas is what you're trying to say. I think I'm not sure. To like form a theme, I'm like, is that what I'm getting? Uh, nah, nah. I don't even know what I was gonna say. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no doubt about it. Your writing is phenomenal, and I. I feel like I have the ideas. I just don't have the literary techniques or the the plethora of vocabulary that you seem to have. And that's probably said. that's probably because you read. But because that's what it you know that's what it said that if you read I a didn't lot, you read from like I didn't read from like twelve to seventeen, so I don't know. I don't think I'd pin it on reading. I don't know. Just like when I have conversations with people, and someone says like a word that I like. I'll kind of take that word and use it for a couple weeks and if i like it like i'll add it to my vocabulary and i just kind of do that subconsciously and if you do that subconsciously for you know five to seven years you form a, a pretty uh huge lexicon I, uh, yeah see y'all knew what the fuck a lexicon is it's a vocabulary i yeah, i do that. that with like ideas and how do i put it subjects i guess i don't do that with words like if I learn what something is, I'll like keep it 
in my head, search it up later on. And then eventually if someone asks me, like, you know, what is this? I'll be like, oh, I know what that is. But I don't do that with words. But I definitely should because that's a good practice. I get what you kind of mean, though. I, I tried to do that with uh, Abysmal. Because I fucking... I was trying to get a better vocabulary and I fucking downloaded... Um, what's that What's that app called where it tells you, like, a word of the day? Yeah, word of the day. And, like, the flick, when I was, like, really into it, like, word of the day was, like, Abysmal. Which means, like, bad... And, like, I used that, like, for, like, a week straight. And then I never looked at word of the day ever again. <laughs> That's a good example of what not to do. Abysmal, I feel like, is, like, should be used to a more, like, of a dramatic type of bad. Like, a major bad. Like, if you're exactly. like, oh, I had an abysmal day. Be like, oh, what happened? Oh, I dropped my food. Like, that's not abysmal. Nah, shit, like, you know? nah, like, your mom died. Yeah. That's, ex- that's a pretty abysmal day. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Abysmal's not even good, good enough of a word for your mom dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it... Catastrophe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think I did. I've done a lot of. Travis. What? You said Travis, dude? <laughs> That's what that means. Travis Scott. <laughs> we could have a whole think... other episode of uh, vocabulary. I think I did like a whole. Like, I did, like, there's this one, like, day where I got, like, I was really just, like, bewildered by some shit. And I, when I swear to you, I didn't know, I didn't know, like, what bewildered meant at the time. And it was, like, the only word I, like, knew was, like, um, astonished. So I just searched up, like, synonyms to astonished. And I, like, fucking, I know a bunch of different synonyms to fucking astonished now. Like, fucking bewildered, fucking stunned, fucking amazed. (laughs) Fucking dumbfounded, bro. These bitches got me dumbfounded, man. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Nah, bro. That was a very. That was a very like. That, I was. A, that was a very. I was so fucking. I was just. I was. Nigga, I got hit by like a flashbang or something. That's how like I was just caught off guard. I was just. It was. It was a bad. It was a bad day. It was bad. All right. <laughs> Sorry if I'm not, like, talking. I'm trying to do something. Alright. So... <laughs> I'm definitely cutting this part out of the longest silence in history. Yeah. <laughs> become a fucking podcast for the longest silence. How long could we be a podcast for and just not say a single word? I don't think we could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> just take the what? silence and, like, layer it. So it's just, like, an hour long. You should just put like a, a period Like oh. you just like take out the silence And then like put it in like the Another part of the podcast Oh no I'm cutting out the like, silence like, and including this part Because I think it's funny <laughs> That we acknowledge the like, fact that We like didn't say anything for, for like five we're gonna, seconds like, go for, I know. The thing is I know what the problem is Because we're thinking of it like It needs to be podcast conversation But podcast conversation is just conversation And we're thinking about it like we're approaching it as we have to talk like we're in a podcast, but talking like you're in a podcast is just talking. Yeah, we were having a good conversation. I like the the books thing, but I just don't read enough to like, you know, be like, oh yeah, I loved Harry Potter. <laughs> but um, that was that was uh, that was why I was going to transition to the next topic. 
or the topic idea is um we'll we'll start with um we'll start with Alejandro, we'll go to Michael, then we'll go to Adam last. But uh your guys's your guys's view or your your I guess your standpoint with with music or today's music. I think my I think my music taint my taint my music taint my fucking god damn it man. The order that I was trying to go in. Nah, yeah. no, I just got, I was just trying to try to little spit a little something out there before Alejandro started speaking. I was just say my music taste has changed drastically in the matter of of like two to three to four months. Uh, I don't. My music taste or like just music taste in general, like how music has changed just, over time. Right. Yeah. Just like your general viewpoint on on how today's music is as opposed to you know back in like the 80s or 90s when you know michael jackson era or you know acdc and all that i think modern day music has become very stale there's not as much substance it's more people are doing it so that they can get clout and famous just money i think that's they're doing it for money but mm. kind of what adam said there's not enough substance it's just no no real meaning behind some of the songs that i hear yes it sounds repetition. good but yeah repetition for sure it, it sounds good don't get me wrong but like when you look into the lyrics or like shit, there's nothing <laughs> like it's like bitches guns drugs that's why i've been listening to like like that's why like for, like the past week like after like the whole like vinyl situation at adam's house bro <laughs> i've been like i like i don't know i started listening to frank ocean Dude, that shit. Frank Ocean is the nigga now. You guys should listen to uh, Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> so fucking good. No, listen really. to Out of the Blue, the whole album. Send me the send me send me a text of right. what you just. <laughs> a lot of personally, yeah, we'll get into uh, we'll get into music tastes now. Uh, a lot of um, personally, a lot of what I listen to is like game themes or or soundtracks from games. Really? Uh, mainly focused on like Skyrim because um, while it is played by an orchestra and it is a little different than like something like classical music but um, the idea of like concert band is, is what I like with like you know trumpets and, and, and the brass and the horns and all that something, something like um, Skyrim's theme really sort of like the book topic paints a picture in my head like i like i can sort of imagine that i'm i guess in the scene of of skyrim and you know like dragons flying around and you know magic soaring through you know like like your blood i don't, I don't know if that makes sense no it does that uh i don't know i have Different types of music for different situations. Like, I have my workout music, which is just basically, like, people screaming. <laughs> and then I have, like, lo-fi music, which is mostly what I listen to, I think. Just when I'm relaxing, studying, playing games. And I have my regular music that I listen to with Michael, just rap. And I'll have, like, these phases where I, like, go back to listening to, like, like rock, like, 80s, 70s, 80s. Like, Van Halen, ACDC, uh, yeah. Africa... Uh, Pancho, I can name a few others, but yep, you get the point. I guess it just fluctuates with how I'm feeling. 
Yeah, I mean, as, as essentially anything else would, Yeah, but logically speaking. Like I was saying, I think, I really do think that modern day music has become stale. Like, if you look at music before, music was great before. But now, everybody's making music. Everybody. Yeah. Like, look at SoundCloud. Look how many hopeless people are on there. <laughs> that, in in my general opinion, it's like, it's like the fallback of of jobs you know you you get a you get a decent computer like a macbook or something that's a shit computer. some sort of keyboard and then you literally just spit some lyrics into a mic and you've got something you throw it on soundcloud you make a few bucks it's funny you say no he's right there. it's funny you say that because macbook made an ad or macbook apple made an advertisement about the macbook and how many people that make music use it why it's easy to use it's simple However, personally, I just I, I have a strong disliking against MacBooks because if you look into the specs, and I, I, I don't think they're worth the money. They they're way too much. yeah, they for what they're worth, it's not worth it. If that makes sense, like a like a MacBook that costs the same amount of the computer I'm using would be significantly worse. But my opinion. I don't know. I just feel like, like you said earlier, people do just get into music for, just for the money nowadays. There's no, there's no feeling behind it. I feel like, like whenever, like how like writing, how writing is a thing. People don't, you don't write just, just to write or for money. You write because you put, you put your feelings out there with the writing. You know what I mean? The writing is, is a part of you, just how music is a part of you. You know what I mean? So like you can't really write for money these days either. That's what I'm saying. So, so like, you got these white boys out here, like, 16, gold chain, looking like Sid from Ice Age, talking about some, I clickety-clack, I tapped your mom, some shit like that. And it's like, it's please just stop. Because you're just doing this for money, but it's like, it it just it don't run deep enough, you feel me? I think we just let too, too many people into the introduction of music, I guess. Even even some of the big people like you listen to music as shit like sub- the the substance the essence of it is shit. Obviously, the beat is what makes it sound good. If you just had the lyrics, be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. But what the- depends what music you listen to though, because like, cause, cause some people hear music differently. You know what I mean? Like like uh like I remember that one time I played me and my guitar around you and Austin, and you guys were like, what the fuck is this shit? But if you play that song around like me and Kalaja and Josh. I mean, no, we, I could have. I don't like the song, out. but I could appreciate that you know it's just not verbal shit, verbal manure. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's it really should be, it's really based on the feeling that the song gives you. You know what I mean? I don't know, but you could say that about anything. Like I can, you could say that about like a song that just says one word for the entire thing, and because it has a good beat and tempo, right? You could be like, oh man, this sound this song makes me feel really good. Obviously. No, but I get what you. But no, I get what you mean though with the lyricism. Lyricism definitely adds on to better music. Cause I rather hear, I rather hear us like I love, I like story songs more than I like where he's like he says one verse, spits some nice bars, and then says the same verse from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's that, that's kind of why I listen to Suicide Boys, because if you listen to the music, you'll realize one thing that a lot of big music rappers music artists whatever that they don't 
Suicide doesn't They don't repeat themselves They don't have like One line Like the title of the song That they repeat Like throughout the song To the end No They're like The rap The lyrics Just you know They flow It's different things Every time Nothing repeats at all That's what I like and about the them The title The title is especially Something that pops out Yeah Because each of their because titles of Mean the something Right and, and they don't They don't use what, what I What I see a lot of the times Is um, Artists Shoot. Will include <laughs> like words from the song or the lyrics into their title yeah and the, and the, you know they'll call it a day but something like suicide boys you know you've got um thank Southside you suicide yeah like antarctica antarctica does yeah. not have anything i'm saying antarctica right yeah and it's something that that means something to them or something that paints a bigger picture but it, it could take you know a lot of research to, to figure something out like that or like knowing them personally yeah like for like for an example just to create a visual i guess the song paris the paris is like a town or i think it's a town it's within where they used to live so obviously that has some significance to them because they had some experiences in paris and then they made a song about it compared to like the song for example by trippy red to fly like Nothing against him or the song. I, I like the song, but it's just him repeating to fly for an extended period of time. I just fucked your bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like with Suicide Boys, they don't do that, you know? Nah, and that's another thing. Like, um, the song him and Dax just released, Trippy and Dax, <laughs> I don't want another story. Yeah. He says this. It's the same three verse from like beginning, middle, and end, and then it's like Dax's part is like the second part between the first two, and then Trippy's part between like the second, the third, like same verse, and it's like, it's like I get tired of hearing that verse so many times. Let alone if it's not a good verse, why would I want to listen to it again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And I'm not saying that a song that repeats itself can't be a good song. It can be a good song. They just need to make it into a good song, right? They can't. You can't just repeat the same two or three verses throughout the song and expect people to like it. People, exactly. people like diversity. I don't know. I like I like it when the lyrics connect with you because that's a different type of feeling. When the lyrics hit you deeper, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it's like uh like example like you, let's say you you're going you're going through a breakup and it's one of those it's one of those songs where it's like it's like you still miss her. But you know, it's like it's you're better off without it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like that if the song has that lyrics and it's not just the same thing over and over again, and that's good. Yeah, I know. Uh, one person that that their music taste is a little different than you know, most people is Adam. Adam listens to like early, like the early rap gods, like old rap. Yeah. And you know when I when I first like drove around with them and heard that, I was like, this is so weird because nobody nobody now that I hang around or anybody nobody fucking listens to tupac nobody listens to naz biggie but oh, dude. i liked i liked that it and i never th- i never thought i would but he kind of got me on that adam the world is yours better fucking not off dude <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about your music taste my music taste is shit that's all i have to say not true Fake news. After we were just hyping it up. <laughs> Don't listen to them. I got it from my brother. He showed me like a shit ton of stuff and 
my uh, older cousin, he's like 26. He showed us, he showed Josh a lot of like old rap because he's like a 90s baby. And then when I was coming up in the game, Josh put me on like some Nas and then the rest is history. But yeah, it's a lot better than, and at least in my opinion, I guess it's, it's all opinions. Like I'm not going to judge someone who likes like 2020 rap over 90s rap like that. Yeah. Each like, to each his own. I don't give a shit, but like personally 90s rap is a lot better. I think that that's not even like opinion, like fact. It's nine. Yeah. Art is opinion. I mean, it's uh, subjective. However, statistically, you like look at the numbers. I think anybody can be like, oh yeah, that's definitely better, because there's substance to it, right? There's meaning. One thing you can't say is that, like Lil Pump, put more effort into his work than let's say Jay Z. That's not opinion. That's fact that someone like Nas works a lot harder on his music. Yeah, because when I was listening to it and I like kind of analyzed what he was saying, there was meaning behind it. They like it actually meant something. It actually tied together. And it's poetry. Yeah, exactly. It's like verbal. It's poetry that's put into music, which is amazing. Because that's what rap or just music in general should be. But some people because have... not only do you have to make the words rhyme with each other, you have to make the words rhyme. With the beat, they have to mesh perfectly. And they have to have And meaning. Nas did that so perfectly on Illmatic that Ugh, in a way that Illmatic. really no one's ever done that before. At least even in his time, that was like the greatest album. And it's still like the GOAT album. You yeah. ask anybody, Illmatic is the fucking shit. Like to this day, I never it never gets old. You know how you like, you like find a good song and you listen to it like over and over again and it gets like sick? Yeah. yeah. Well, like with Elmanic, I just don't get that. Like, I can listen to it like twenty four seven, and I just I never get sick of it. Hmm. And that's that's good music. That's timeless music. Yeah, I was about to say music that's that like you never get sick of. That's how you can tell what's good and you know what's not as good. Same thing with Electric Light Orchestra, the album I just sent Michael. That shit, I can listen to that all day. <laughs> it really depends how how it translates to you because. Uh, because at the same time, you know, like the album you were talking about, the person that wrote it had essentially, you know, the same feelings as you as you are feeling. And if they can deliver that sense of, you know, familiarity or, I guess, in a way, sympathy, it, it makes the song all the all the more better. So something like Suicide Boys, um, I'm not saying necessarily suicidal but of course you know they have they a more depressing about... theme right but also yeah, especially towards like women and drugs like yeah and like loneliness yeah that's the thing i said earlier like most music is about <clears throat> you know girls drugs guns and suicide boys kind of they talk a lot about drugs and women however they make meaning behind it they don't just say i take zans uh, I'm depressed, you know. <laughs> Obviously, I would never be a good musician, but yeah, that's just... Oh, hey. oh, my God. I think people, for the most part, can tell what's good music <clears throat> compared to what's not. I think everybody could appreciate that, you know, Adam has a different taste in music. However, it's very good. Compared... Yeah, I don't think, like, it's different, but I don't think it's, like, weird... 
Like, you're not listening to my music, you're like, what the fuck is this? No, I thought it was weird just because nobody else listened to it. Like, nobody else listens to 90s music. Which I'm not saying is weird in a bad way, I'm just saying, like, it was interesting. But it definitely, like, opened the world up to me. Because personally, I really like the music now because of you. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how, about, how about we talk about school? Yeah, cut this off. Oh, fuck no. I don't want to talk about school. Oh, no, fuck school. Yeah, we could tie in, we could, we could talk about the fascination with death now, I guess. Well, speaking of, <laughs> I think for like, that episode would be so thrown off guard with how we went from music to fucking the fascination of death. Yeah, we could easily tie into that. I, like, look how many people, look how many people rap and write, like, we were talking about books and music. Look how many people rap and write about death. Like whether I, whether hey, I'm, I consider myself to be a writer and I write about death all the time. That's what I'm saying. Because it's it's so interesting. That's what I'm saying. Like, but my question. Yeah, is, I mean, we can do that. I was gonna say, or we could transition to something about like, like how how much shit has changed since, where how how far we've come as a society over the years. You know what I mean? I guess. So, I don't know. I feel like that'd be too far off from books and music. We haven't well, come that we're just, far. It's all a facade. We're just another generation in the pool. I'm just talking of about how generations that have existed. I'm just talking about because we just talked about Adam's type of music and how it's how it's, how music has changed over the years, which would also then lead to how things have changed in general in society. I don't. I think the the one thing that can't change is the human makeup. And the human makeup is filled with rage and anger and murderous tirades. That's just the Adam, way we are. What the fuck are you talking about? Here's a point. It's true. Yeah. It's true. No, it's true. But war war, is, is, a, war be, is the way of the world. It's this part of me in the podcast. That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't it be? Because this is like us deciding what the fuck to talk about next. I don't know. Personally, I think we should, you know, the fascination with death, because like Adam said, writing, music. Just, I mean, listen to a few songs from one album and tell me that there isn't a mention about death in one way or another. Because it's, it, it's kind of strange how many people write about death, whether it's about killing someone or being killed, wishing that you were killed. Any way you want to put it, death is so prevalent. Not even nowadays. It's been prevalent for, like, a very long time. And all these villains, like, in, in, any, in anything cinema books they represent death most of them like a lot of them yeah death vader the black cloak where do you think he got that the reaper mm -hmm. a lot of movies and art just i guess we can consider everything we're talking about art a lot of art has representations of death you know obviously colors noise can imply death. For example, like black obviously represents probably death, or like a depressing tone could represent death in a way. Yeah, it's something like that. But, or like crows. Yeah, it's just interesting to see how like, in I don't say insanely, but but we're just like so obsessed with death. But I I I don't know. It's it's strange to me. I, I can't wrap my head around why. Because that's the one thing we can't prove or disprove. 
I guess. Everything else is, is a everything else is observable. True. And as humans, we like to have evidence before us, like physical evidence. We could tangible evidence. We're we're afraid of the unknown, the dark. Yeah, and that's why we explore it so much to try to learn more. But honestly, and think about it. Literally everything in existence, you can see. Uh, you can touch, you can prove with science or magnifying glasses. You know it exists. But death, you can't really prove it's, it. it's such a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Unprovable. I don't think we'll ever exactly be able to prove death. We could try to, you know, and do more research um, about it. I think that's what we're doing now. But I don't think maybe. we'll ever come to a conclusion and be like, oh, yeah, death is, or, you know, we go to, you know. Maybe, which is the human condition, we're just overthinking it, and in reality, we are just a bag of flesh and bones, and when we die, nothing happens. We just kind of cease to exist. Perhaps. And I guess that also ties into religion. Like, some people believe they'll go a certain place, or something will happen. Like, for example, rebirth, you know, paradise, purgatory. Everybody has their own opinions, beliefs. Some people believe, like you just said, Nothing happens. It just don't exist anymore. I don't understand that. I don't know. The thing about uh, discovering, you know, the the conclusion of death is that I, I truly believe a lot of people would look into it at, at a at a manner that. I, I'd say the world would would be shocked to find out. As in, you know, people would discover the meaning of death or, or the conclusion of death, and they would seek it. Yeah. If you see what I mean. Like, they would purposely or intentionally, you know, sacrifice themselves because they hear something about uh, the discovery of death as, like, uh... I guess like a paradise and that that would that would disprove and, and prove so many so many things yeah and then there's the part where like let's say someone dies they come back and they say they went to hell or heaven or wherever that kind of come ties into the human condition because a lot of people won't believe him they'll be like oh you're lying yeah. just trying to get some attention which some people do lie you know, we, we, we can never know if they're telling the truth or not. And I think as humans, as beings, animals, we have this sense of curiosity, which comes from our intellect. Like Adam mentioned, I don't know, before or near the beginning, that we have such an intellect that we don't know what to do with it. Actually, could I read something that I wrote about death? Yeah. Because it, it applies. Uh, the very basic flaw of the traditional philosophy of heaven is that we get whatever we want for eternity, and this is the source of the eternal happiness we are promised. This assumes we know what we want. At seven, you wanted toys. Would it be fair for a boy who dies at seven to have to live forever with what he wanted at seven? No, what would be fair would be to let the boy grow into his potential, the potential of his soul, and let him age so that he can experience more with his expanded knowledge of what he might want. But let's say you die at 75. Well, 7 is to 75, 75 is to 200. The potential of your soul is without limit, although the vessel it inhabits on earth obviously is. But if you could lift to 300, which no man can obviously attest to, you would probably think, based on your wisdom gained in all that time, 
that your desires as a 75-year-old were folly and unimportant in much the same way that the 75-year-old would look at the desire of a seven-year-old with humor, knowing how much the seven-year-old just simply does not understand. But if the potential of souls is limitless, we can presume that the understanding of the universe at any age would be laughable in comparison to the knowledge that soul will attain in another hundred years in another hundred years. The universe and the soul are equally limitless, their potential already without bound and ever expanding. Because the universe in which the limitless soul resides is also limitless, this means the information it holds is also without bound, which means the universe is the book we are trying to understand and the soul of man is here to discover and understand it. We've been put inside the very thing we're meant to decode. In this way, the universe and us share a divine relationship. Us inside the boundless universe, we're trying to understand in the universe designing the thing meant to understand it. As we consume information about the universe around us, we are inside the universe, but the universe also enters us. This divine law of connection and cycle is further evident based on the relationship man shares with his environment. Uh, the connection aspect of it all cannot be stressed enough. We are us, it made him, and he met her, and she ate it, and it fed that, and that made love, which made those who entertain the children who grew up to study that. But when we study the universe, we really study ourselves, and thus we are us, and it made him. The very notion that we know what we want, which implies understanding of the laws of the universe, and it's the perfection of our souls, because only then could we truly know what we want, is ignorant, arrogant, blasphemous, and disrespectful to the designer, whoever he may be. You don't know, and that's okay. Uh, that's why I believe in Nazareth, the place where souls are led into their perfection points, because only then, with a full maturing of soul and complete understanding of what you want, will the designer accept you into the beyond. The matured soul, 10 out of 10 times, would choose the cabin in the dock with a family, while the new or misled soul would choose a mansion and spiritually empty desires. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that was... I mean, I don't even have words for that. That was... There's the evidence that Adam is a good writer. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean, that was amazing. That was... Anyway, when we started talking about death, I started looking through my notebook because I have a lot about death. Oh my god. I, I don't know why I answered, but now I have to cut all this shit out. It's annoying. The... What'd she call? She was asking... I'll, I'll talk about it It's fucking stupid. But anyways, what were you saying, Adam? I was saying, should the quote to end it be, uh... Uh, Rome... Wait, what was it? <laughs> Rome wasn't built in a day, but neither did Rome fall in a day. Yeah, I know. Our, uh, love by its essence doesn't drive us away from our purpose. Rather, it drives us towards a new purpose. Is this new purpose more or less worthy than the old one? We can't know. No. But... Well... Uh, fucking hell. She, she threw me completely off a trap. Uh, that's so annoying. To be or not to be blade. I don't know. Fuck, what were we even talking about? She, like, literally, like... Caused my head to hurt. He strangely had a strong desire to not displease the man. How about that? <laughs> up to you bro i'm not gonna influence your writing decisions because you definitely have a lot more experience than i do two things got one meaning like i could or couldn't give a fuck less all right so what Bars. were we even talking about sorry but fucking hell what was uh why don't we just talk about olivia for a second you can bleep olivia's name if you want <laughs> i don't think olivia will mind being mentioned on the podcast but anyways transitioning from all you know 
in conclusion, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never truly be satisfied with the answer we're given about death. Because we won't know, you know. And no, people could choose not to believe. People could believe. In the end, it's up to everybody whether to believe something happens during death, after death, before death. It's up to the individual. However, I think as humans, we will never truly be satisfied by the answer we're given. For not just death, but for a lot of things, unfortunately. That's just a human condition. But I'm no expert. That's just my opinion. But I think that's all that should be said for that topic. Now, transitioning to Olivia. <laughs> Anybody have anything to say about Olivia? Um... She's pretty cool. Michael? Uh, sometimes I think she's hot, and then sometimes I don't think she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what are you doing? What? I said, what are you doing? I'm just listening. <laughs> what I, you... I agree. I, I mean, I agree with Adam, but I have my own opinion. I, she's pretty cute, but... I mean... I don't know. She kind of faced uh, a name oddly like she if you guys know what I'm talking about when a name would whip out a certain thing what oh, <laughs> oh I told okay. Olivia oh, she's yeah. I, I told her she's remarkably tolerant yeah I don't know for she just doesn't seem I don't know phased by it I guess she's strange she's very strange I love her but she's yeah. I don't know there's some things that would either I guess surprise someone and some things just don't surprise her at all she almost seems void of some emotions mm. and I can't understand that because if anything I have too many emotions but that's just me Michael what do you think about Olivia She's cool. That's just all you have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess that's it for today. For the Cockloaf Podcast. I guess we'll see you... See whoever's watching. Or if it's just us four, the only people that watch it. I guess we'll be back in a month. <laughs> but it was fun. Interesting talk. Uh, but okay, farewell. You need to you need to stop catching me at like eleven p.m. <laughs> I know it's just when everybody gets on and the problem. All right, goodbye, comrades. Good night, blame. Good night. <laughs>